Yes, team. Welcome to episode 32 of the Modern Day Leader. We're in March. I literally can't believe we're in March. Just over three weeks until Easter. And I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to polishing off a couple of tasty Easter eggs. And just before I go into today's episode, I want to share with you what I think is a pretty funny story. So about 10 years ago, I was doing a lot of one-to-one -one coaching. I was doing probably about 40 to 50 coaching sessions per week. And I decided to buy all my clients an Easter egg from Thornton's, you know the ones that the milk chocolate ones where you can get them customized and you can get a person's name written on them. So I thought, you know what, I'm gonna really push the boat out this year, buy everyone an Easter egg. And all these Easter eggs arrive like a week before Easter. And I remember just every single day like waking up and just staring at like these 40 Easter eggs that were in um in the kind of like living room at the time. And then one Friday I just got the munchies, you know, when you just feel like you could just eat loads of sugar all in one go. And embarrassingly, I actually picked up two of these Easter eggs that I bought for my clients and just polished them off on the Friday night. It was a Friday or the Saturday night after I just bought them. And then honestly, the next day, I had so much guilt. I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. I was walking around like Quasimodo. I felt so ashamed of myself. And I remember going to Meadow Hall, going to Thornton's, and then obviously replacing the Easter eggs just because of how much guilt I felt. But anyway, I just thought it was a bit of a funny way to kick off the podcast today. But what I want to do today, okay, guys, is talk about my bulletproof nutritional system, how I keep a six-pack 365 days per year with Without living like a monk. You know, I've been in a position for the last couple of years where I feel really confident within myself that you could literally any time of the year, any day of the year, I could take my t-shirt off and I would feel confident about my physique. And I suppose it is a bit of a humble brag, but it's something that I'm really, really proud of. And, you know, just before we kind of go into today's episode, just to give you some context, like I've not always felt like this. Full transparency, when I started my fitness journey, probably, you know, 10 years ago, and even up until the last five years, there would be periods where I'd be on a diet, then I'd be off a diet, I'd be in shape, I'd be out of shape, I would do like an extreme kind of bodybuilding, chicken and broccoli diet for 12 weeks, get really lean, and then I'd spend 12 weeks just stuffing my face full of chocolate, acting like Augustus Gloop in Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory, and just like eating every bit of sugar and biscuit in sight, so I have been in that cycle and it just frustrated the life out of me you know I, I didn't just want to get in shape I wanted to stay in shape and I kept thinking to myself what's the point in putting all this hard work and then going back to square one putting all this hard work and then going back to square one it's just this vicious cycle and after trying loads of things over the last kind of like 12 15 years 15 years and failing a lot I've actually found a method that works and I've distilled it down to eight things and this is what I want to share with you in today's episode. So the first thing that I do is I have a food plan that I follow and it's what I class as a hybrid food plan. So there's a couple of different things that you can do if you want to stay in shape when it comes to nutrition. One, you can follow a strict plan where you basically have a set meal plan that you follow on the days that you train and then you have a set meal plan that you follow on your rest days. Now this can work really well if you've got a very specific goal like a photo shoot or you want to look amazing for your holiday or if you're a beginner and you just want to go all in and have like some really basic solid structure. The other approach you've got is like a flexible plan where you basically give somebody some calorie targets, some protein targets and then it's up to you how you spend those calories, how you, you know, fit in your protein. And then you've got what I do, which is like a bit of a hybrid. It's a bit of a mix between the strict plan and the flexible plan, where basically I know how many calories I need to 
you know, stay lean pretty much throughout the whole year. And then I'll just have a couple of different breakfast choices that I choose from, a couple of different lunch and dinners and a couple of different snacks, like maybe two to three options for each. It's all based on stuff that I like and it's all the calories have already been figured out. So having a, a set plan is really, really key. And knowing what stage of your journey you're at and what plan's going to be best for you is again, it's, it's a real skill. I'd say for most people that want to get results and to begin with, having a strict plan can work really, really well whilst you get the results. Then after maybe like a three month period, then you do want to transition into kind of more of a hybrid plan to give yourself some more flexibility or a completely flexible diet if you feel like you can, can kind of control it and manage that. So that's the first thing, I have a plan of action. The second thing is that I focus on feeding my body and nourishing my body with good quality foods, not just hitting protein targets and calorie targets. One thing I see with a lot of guys is they are so focused on how many calories do I need, how much protein do I need, but the trouble is, like, don't get me wrong, those two things are very, very important. But you've also got to look at the quality of food that you're having as well. Like so many guys are thinking, right, how do I fit this bar of chocolate into my calories or how do I fit these biscuits into my chocolate? Whereas in for me personally, I prefer to think, right, how much good quality food can I fit in with the calories that I've got? Because for me, it's not about kind of like cheating and having crap food because I know that if I put crap food in my body, I'm going to feel crap. For me, I like to think, right, how much good quality food can I fit into my diet? You know, good meat, good fish, vegetables, fruit. And then if I've got a few calories left over, I might look at putting in a treat, but I don't do it daily and I might I might just do it weekly. Uh, at the minute, I mean, I think this is about week seven now where I've not had any kind of sugar um, crisps, cake, you know, really very, very little processed food. And I feel amazing for it. I'm not saying everybody has to do it. But yeah, for me, it's like, I actually want to look after my body and, and nourish it. And uh, I kind of get my kicks and excitement outside of, you know, having kind of like short term kind of fixes when it comes with food. So focusing on eating good quality food and not just hitting your calorie targets is, is going to be key. The third thing, I think this is really, really important, arguably the most important tip out of the eight that I'm going to share with you, is that I eat foods I absolutely love. None of this like chicken and broccoli bodybuilding shit, you know, I love every single meal that I have. I love my breakfast, I love my lunches, I love my dinners, I love my snacks. It's all based on foods that I love. And to give you some examples of what, what I currently have at the moment, for breakfast, I have a protein milkshake, which tastes like a McDonald's milkshake. The only difference is it's high in protein, it's lower in calories, and there's no dairy in it because I use almond milk. But I absolutely love it. I've been having that for years and years now, and I never get bored of it. For my lunch, I have stuff like Nando's chicken in wraps. I have stuff like tuna pasta mayonnaise or like barbecue chicken. You know, I absolutely love that. And for my dinners, I might have like steak and eggs, or like I might make some homemade chips with, with again, some chicken. For snacks, I have like a grenade protein bar or a protein shake. Like I absolutely love the food that I have and that's what allows me to stay consistent. And I'm not saying like it's it, you could still follow a bland diet for a period of time. Like if you're just trying to reset your body and just kind of like get back onto an even keel or if you've got a very, very specific goal like a photo shoot or looking phenomenal, say for, for your holiday, then yeah, maybe following a bland approach can work for a short period of time. But if you're going to win this game long term, you have to have a system and a strategy that you can sustain and that you enjoy as well. So I think that's a really, really important point. 
The fourth thing that I do is I eat less during the week and have more at the weekends. One thing that I notice with myself and with a lot of guys that I coach, like Monday through to Friday, usually very, very busy. We're working kind of 40 to 60 hours. A lot of our time and energy is spent on work stuff. So actually having a lot of food is going to be counterproductive because the more food you have, the more your body's got to digest and the more sluggish you're going to feel. So having a little bit less during the week, you know, enough to get you through and to give you the energy that you need to be able to support the activities that you're doing. But then at the weekends, then having a little bit more to play with. So for example, for me at the moment, I pretty much have like 3000 calories a day, Monday through to Friday, and I'll have 4000 calories on a Saturday, 4000 on a Sunday. Now those calorie targets are probably going to be a little bit high for most people that are listening to this, but for my goals right now, that's where I'm at. But even if I'm in like a, a fat loss phase and I'm really trying to get, you know, lean, even then I might have like two to two and a half thousand calories during the week and I might have like 3000 calories at the weekend. So cycling your calories like that just gives you more flexibility. And typically at the weekends, we've got more social activities. We're out and about with the family, whether we're going to the cinema, whether we're going for like a pub lunch, our in-laws house or whatever it may be. So having less during the week and having more at the weekends gives you more flexibility and allows you to have a system that's going to allow you to play the long game. The fifth thing that I do is I eat protein at least three to four times per day. Now, it's really, really important that I have the protein because it keeps me fuller for longer. Protein keeps you satiated. If you were to have a chicken breast, it's going to fill you up for probably like three to four hours. Whereas if you were to have like some toast or some kind of like carb-based breakfast like cereal, you're probably going to be hungry within about two to three hours. So protein keeps you fuller for longer. It also helps you repair muscle. And it's good for, for not just only muscle, but it's good for growth in general, like your hair, your nails, your skin. Like protein is an absolute essential macro ingredient. And if you really want to have a great physique, protein is like the building blocks. If you want to build a really impressive house, you need bricks to be able to do that. Protein is like the bricks for your body. The sixth thing that I do, and I mention this to my clients all the time, especially when they start out with me, get your food in for the week, buy your food all in one go, get it done in one shot. The reason why I do this is because I know that I've got all my food bought in for the week and I'm not going to go to the supermarket. When we look at what happens over the course of a week, each day things can come in. There's different stresses. You get to the end of the day, you're absolutely knackered. What's going to happen then? You're not going to want to go down to Tesco or wherever it is that you shop and go and buy a healthy meal and cook it from scratch. You're probably just going to go on Deliveroo and order a takeout. So I cannot stress the importance of actually just going once a week, taking your shopping list, buying in all your food for the week, your breakfast, your lunches and your dinners. And then you've made that commitment to yourself. You're not going to waste it because you've already spent 60 to 100 quid. And you're going to set yourself up for success and any emotional volatilities that happen throughout the week, you're not going to make daft decisions when it comes to food. So something that I do every single week on a Saturday, about two or three o'clock in the afternoon, me and my wife, Sally, go to M&S, we buy all our food in for the week and then we're set up to win. The seventh thing that I do is I drink three liters of water per day, again, to keep myself hydrated. So many guys, one of the biggest things that I see guys not doing is drinking enough water and everybody knows how important it is but there's a difference between knowing something and doing something but having your water is key if you're dehydrated your body's gonna want to crave more sugar your body's gonna want to be hydrated in some shape or form so it will naturally crave more sugar you'll naturally eat more food when actually if you just to drink more water in the first place 
you you wouldn't actually have these cravings. So that actually helps you stay leaner. It helps with stuff like your skin complexion. And in terms of like some hacks when it comes to water that I have just inbuilt, it's just automated now. First of all, like I'll have a glass of water with each meal. So say I'm having breakfast, lunch and dinner and then a snack as well. That's kind of like four glasses of water. Then when I'm working out, I always take like a one to two litre bottle of water with me into the gym. So again, pretty much just by doing that, I hit my minimum water intake. So adding water to each meal is a simple, basically it's called habit stacking. Anything that you do, attach a habit. Anything you do on a day-to-day -day basis, if you want to attach something positive into your life, attach it to something that you're currently doing. So if you're eating three meals a day, one of the easiest ways to increase your water intake is just to make sure you have a glass of water with each meal. If that's all you do for a couple of weeks, then that in itself is going to make a massive, massive difference. The eighth thing is I rarely drink alcohol. Like I had alcohol quite a bit over Christmas, so a couple of months ago, and it just made me feel lousy. Like don't get me wrong, like when I have a drink, I kind of relax, I feel good, but that the hangover, and I don't even drink excessively, I'm talking like maybe like two to four pints maximum. But I just feel flat, I feel tired, I feel anxious, it affects my skin, it affects how my joints feel. And again, I'm not anti-alcohol, but again, something that I see a lot with guys is like using it at the weekends to kind of unwind, de-stress, going out to the pub with the mates. And again, if that's what you want to do, that's fair enough. But sometimes you've got to look at like, what's the cost of that? And again, a lot of the time, it's not you know necessarily drinking alcohol, but then it's what that does to your sleep. And then on the Sunday, all of a sudden, you sleep in for an extra two to three hours. You don't get to the supermarket to do your sleep before you know it. Then you're scrolling on your phone. Then it's like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. You're watching the football. You're watching some stuff on Netflix. Then you go to bed feeling a bit tired or you order a takeout because you're absolutely starving and you've not done your food shop. Then you wake up on a Monday, feel a bit flat. You think, oh my God, I've got a full week's worth of work. Then you end up missing your workout. So it's it's actually like the knock-on effect that it can have on you as well. So for me, like with, with alcohol, I just... I pick my moments when I drink it and I just always know that, yeah, it's going to knock things out of sync when I do it. So I very rarely drink alcohol. And I think I kind of mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but for me, I've really changed my relationship with food. You know, even this year, I, I up until, you know, January this year, every Saturday I would have like a, a cheat meal. I'd have like a burger and chips and I'd have some kind of like pudding. This year, I haven't done that. I've had a couple of burgers and stuff like that, but just kind of homemade burgers without kind of the bun and stuff like that. But I used to look forward to that treat each week, but then I thought, you know what? How about I just stop it for a couple of couple of months and just see how I feel? And I feel so much better for doing it. And I've just learned to start enjoying how I'm feeling on a Sunday, waking up fresh and having energy with the kids rather than waking up with a bit of bloating because I've had like some, you know, chocolate and a meal off plan on a Saturday night. And I've started to gain more pleasure and satisfaction from the quality of life I'm getting from my nutrition, as opposed to me thinking like, how do I fit in alcohol? How do I fit in food? And it's just been a perspective shift, which has given me so much more energy. And therefore, I feel like I'm an even better dad. I'm an even better coach. My physique's the best that it's ever looked. And again, like just being mindful of alcohol, food, processed foods, and why you're doing it. And imagine someone's to say to you, right, you can never have any kind of like alcohol or processed food ever again in your life. How else can you achieve that same level of like a buzz? And you have to look at other things. So that's kind of a question that I asked myself earlier on in the year. 
um, or around kind of the New Year period. Like, if, if food wasn't an option, what what else would I do? Um, what else would I focus on? It was something that really helped. So that's it for today's podcast, guys. Just to quickly summarize, there's eight things that I do to keep in shape all year round and to have a six pack 365 days per year without living like a monk. First of all, I have a hybrid food plan, foods that I enjoy, it gives me flexibility. Two, I focus on feeding my body with good quality foods, not just hitting calorie targets. Three, I eat foods that I love. Every single food on my food plan, I love. And if I didn't, I wouldn't do it and I would find something that I do enjoy. The fourth thing is I eat less during the week so that I can have more food at the weekends. The fifth thing, I eat protein three to four times per day to keep me full. Six, I buy all my food in for the week, just stick to one shot. Seven, I drink three litres of water per day to keep myself hydrated. And eight, I stay away from alcohol and processed foods just because simply they don't serve me. So hope you found this helpful. Out of interest, like what tips stood out to you the most in today's episode? And if you'd like me to send you a free food template, a hybrid food template, a very similar template to what I follow myself with some meals, some calories, some recipes, just drop me a message with the word food plan and I will send one over to you. So feel free to drop me a message at nick at lepfitness.co.uk or if you follow me on Instagram, just send me a DM with the word food plan and I will send over a food template so you can see how I actually set up my food and give myself a flexible diet that allows me to stay in shape all year round. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and I will see you on the next episode.